episode 359, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, movie review, and a state of the MCU examination. Welcome to Level 7, a podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Welcome to Level 7. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm here with Agent Samantha. Hello, how are you? And we will be bringing in Agent Stewart for our post credit segment, but he has not seen the movie that is going to be the main discussion. Uh, So he is not here to talk about Venom because he hasn't seen Let There Be Carnage yet. He has seen the first movie. We were able to find a way for him to watch that through streaming. So that was good. But he hasn't gotten to this movie yet. And in a moment, we will talk about why he really, really needs to. But... Yes. Yeah. So to let you know what our structure is for this episode, we are going to be doing the spoiler free discussion of Venom, Let There Be Carnage right now. And that discussion is going to talk about should you see it? Will you like it? We don't know, but we're going to guess. And it's spoiler free. Then we're going to play the spoiler organ and we're going to talk about it with full spoilers, but you will receive plenty of warning. And then... After our credit sequence for this episode, we will be talking about the date changes that the MCU has just recently announced, and we'll talk about what Kev's dog had to say about those date changes as well. So, Samantha, are you ready to talk about Venom? Let there be carnage. I will try not to spoil it until after the spoiler (laughs) organ. Yes, (laughs) we are going to put up full guards on this we have to be very very careful even as we talk about the primary question the primary question that i'm going to ask right now by way of everyone's favorite game show yes that's right it's the show that dares to ask the question is it mcu Is there a new Marvel TV program? How about an original Marvel streaming show? Or a movie by another studio? It all begs the same question. Is it MCU? And now, here's everybody's favorite game show host who's not afraid to ask it. Sam Benjamin Stewartson! That's right, everyone. We are now talking about, is this movie, is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, an MCU movie? And by proxy, does that make the original Venom movie an MCU movie? And I'm going to answer that question with a single word. We're not going to talk about any of the details about why. You might have been spoiled already on social media about why. You might have been spoiled about how. You might have been spoiled about the details and what happens to make people say, yes, Or no. But is it MCU? The answer is yes. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, is MCU. It is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And if I can just say one more detail about that, it is this. That means, in my mind, the way I define it, is that the storyline from the Venom movies intersects with the storyline from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, making it part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's all I'm going to say. But that means if you have not seen Venom, Let There Be Carnage, this is a movie you will want to see as part of seeing all of the MCU, if that's your inclination. If you wait until streaming send us a message or send a friend a message and find out like if all you want to see is the MCU part, find out what it is. We're not going to say it here until we play the spoiler organ. So there you have that answer. Is it MCU? Yes, it is. They've intersected. 
Samantha, do you have anything to say? I'm afraid to say yeah. more. <laughs> well, my thoughts and opinions, and I've already already expressed them to you, Ben, but my thoughts and opinions are very spoilerific about this subject. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about this, but we will have to talk about it later. So yeah, we are going to be very careful. We're not talking about spoilers. So Samantha, it's appreciated <laughs> that you're, you're holding back. <laughs> uh, but in a nutshell, for you... Do you recommend this movie? And I think that first I'd start with just plain old, do you recommend it? And then I'd say, you know, are there people like specifically that you would recommend it and maybe people that you wouldn't recommend it to? But but let's just start in general. Did you like it? I liked it. And I feel that if you liked the first Venom movie, then you're going to like this one too. I feel like they did not drop any of the quality. I didn't like the the amount of violence and and what was seen on on screen, but but that's pretty normal with this character. I mean, I'm not going to poo poo it for that <laughs> because you know, with some characters, some comic book characters, you are going to get more violence than others. So I have just come to accept that fact. Yeah, and and this was violent. It was a violent movie. It did not. Oh, I should check. I'm pretty sure it was not an R. That it was PG thirteen. I think it's PG thirteen. You know, and they use their f bomb that they can use. Um, and yeah. and there's, yeah, the the violence could have been a lot more. I mean, honestly, they could have made a Venom movie that was more like Spawn, or yeah, actually not the Spawn movie, but the Spawn comic book or the Spawn HBO animated series, which I don't know if you've ever seen that. But if you're listening right now and you like this kind of thing. Uh, you know, your your violent anti-hero kind of thing. The Spawn cartoon was pretty well done. Uh, it wasn't like my favorite thing in the world, but that was a really top-notch adaptation of, of the Spawn comics. I have not seen that. I mean, we're... So Spawn comics on HBO Max. We're talking... And actually, yeah, it should be on HBO Max. Uh, okay. But we're talking like this is a 20, 25-year-old animated series so sounds like something that was made when i was younger and in my darkwing duck days <laughs> so i have no problem sit watching something that's about 20 25 years old that's animated and and it's yeah. high high quality so it's it's yeah and, and the same with the max i don't know if you're familiar with the max but i didn't watch the entire series but mm. that show also had high quality animation and there's a scene in that movie that will, or not movie in that series that will always stick with me where he's just, you have the narration going and then someone's like, what? And he's, Oh, did I say that out loud? And you realize he's actually <laughs> been narrating the whole time and everyone could hear him. And that was the first time okay. I heard that joke. It may have existed before then. I know I've heard it since then, but that was the first time I heard that joke. Okay. <laughs> so back to this thing though. Um, I liked Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And if I were doing a straight thumbs up or thumbs down, I'd give it a, a thumbs up because it was okay. And it was exactly what you're getting into. 90 minutes of dark comedy and anti-hero stuff. Yeah. And not much more to it than that. There's there's some plot holes that, you know, Okay. <laughs> It's okay because it is what it is, you know, and you're just like along for the ride. It really is. Yeah, that's that's a way to describe this. You know, if like, uh, uh, let's say Winter Soldier, if that is just this fantastic, sleek, well-made roller coaster, you know, and that is what it is intended to be. It's It's got its ups mm -hmm. and downs and excitement. This is a well-made Wooden roller coaster. Uh, no, I was going to say haunted house. You know, like, um, oh yeah, that's better. You know, yeah. like it's uh, you're you're sitting in the thing, you're on the track, it's taking you where it's going, and it's doing its job. And is it scary? No, but is it fun? Yes. There's there's my review. And another major highlight: the acting. The acting. They have a really fantastic cast for this movie. The acting is superb. I mean. Let me see. Hold on. I need to pull up the cast list, but okay. Well, it's Woody Harrelson uh, as Cletus. Woody Harrelson. 
yeah, Cletus. Uh, Tom Hardy as both Eddie Brock and Venom. Which, I mean, we've already seen that once before. Fantastic job. Michelle Williams, I mean, Oscar winner. Naomi Harris as Frances. She, I mean, I have never been disappointed by her. Nor Woody Harrelson. Um, as a matter of fact, one of my friends on Facebook the other day said, is Woody Harrelson that scary in real life? And, and I, I was like, I think he's well known as a pretty chill guy for a very specific reason, which I don't think we need to bring up here on this show. <laughs> but I think he's just generally known to be this really chill guy. But yes, he's also an actor, so he can act like a villain and be scary. And, oh, he was really good. I, I mean, he was on like, in my opinion, he was up there with uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like, level of scary, creepy, bad guy. Again, it was effective. You know, it, yes. it, it did the job. And they told the story. It was concise. And probably there was a longer cut where they were just saying, nope, got to get down to 90 minutes. Yeah. Make it happen. And they did. Uh, but it's not like Jonah Hex where you just feel like, I didn't even really watch a movie. Because <laughs> you know, the credits in Jonah Hex were 20 minutes long to get... A 90 minute runtime. <laughs> and yeah, it's not like that. It's solid. And it, to me, now my experience going to the theater was not great. Uh, driving to the theater to go and see the four o'clock show that was in 2D, I got a call from my son, my 10 year old. So I got worried that something might be happening. So I, I did pull over to talk to him. So I pulled over, called him back. And then when I started driving again, I heard this, <laughs> there was something stuck to my tire. So I pulled back over and look at it. And there was something stuck actually in my tire that I, I pulled out, but I did not hear any hissing. So I drove back home. I'm sitting at home. I'm checking on the tire. It's not going flat. It hasn't gone flat since then. Uh, it's, it's fine. Cause it was just in like the tread, like it was just stuck into the tread. Um, okay. So I went to the five o'clock, which is a 3D showing. I get there a little bit late. That's okay. I don't mind missing the trailers, but the trailers are all in 2D and I'm still, I'm just waiting for that screen to come up to say, put on your 3D glasses. It doesn't come. It doesn't come. It doesn't come. The movie starts. I put on my 3D glasses and it looks wrong. And I'm just thinking, okay, it's okay. When this movie is done, I'm going to go out and say, Hey, this is supposed to be 3D. I paid for the 3D price. Can I get a refund at least on on how much the, the ticket cost? Hoping I might get a free ticket out of it, you know? Yeah. I, I want what's fair, but I always, you know, if they want to give me more, that's that's cool. But I'm only going to ask for the one. But then they stop the movie 10 minutes in because someone up front, there's four people in the theater, and one person stands up and says, isn't this supposed to be 3D? And he goes out, finds the manager. They stop the movie. We, we wait five minutes, and I'm just like, come on, do the movie. So I got to see the opening 10 minutes twice is the, the long and the short of the movie. <laughs> so anyway, that's what happened. And then I watched it in 3d and it was like watching through a Viewmaster, which I don't know if you've ever looked in a Viewmaster. It's just, it's, it was 3d. It was converted after the fact I'm positive, but what uh. the 3d wasn't great, but the, the special effects and everything, they worked and it did the job. It did the job. I'm not going to give this a five out of five. I probably would give it a, a, a three or maybe a two and a half, you know, whatever's right in the middle there. But it leans right over enough that if it's, you know, if, if my thumb is a scale that's going from down to up, you know, it, it, there's enough weight on the upside that my thumb goes up. So, okay. Yeah, I'd say three, three and a half. There were some, um, See, I guess that it's not a spoiler that Venom is the so-called parent of Carnage. No, that's in the comics. That's in the comics. Okay. So I noticed that, yeah, so there's a part of Venom that latches onto Cletus and that becomes Carnage. So uh, in the movie, right up to the point where there's that jump over to Cletus, Eddie Brock is wearing... Uh, black, white, and red. He has a black, white, and red jacket. He has a black, white, and red motorcycle. And then after that happens, uh, where there's that jump, where that little bit of the symbiote jumps over to Cletus, uh, Eddie goes home, 
And then he stops wearing the 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 um, red, black, and white jacket. And, uh, well, I'm not going to say what happens to the bike, but he stops riding the bike. And after that, he's just wearing black and white and gray. So there is a very conscious style to this movie. But I'm thinking what you're thinking, Ben, is that there are some plot holes, like small ones. But they're kind of ignored because they wanted to get this movie down to 90, mi- 90 yeah. minutes. And and I maybe plot holes is not not a fair assessment. Maybe plot jumps. You know, the, the story just moves from yeah. one thing to another because it has to get there. So, um, And here's my, by the way, I found a, a perfect description of the plot of this movie without any spoilers. Okay, are you ready? Here it goes. Okay. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before. On November 13th, Venom was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. Deep down, he knew she was right, but he also knew that someday he would return to her. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home as his friend, Eddie Brock. Several years earlier, Eddie Brock's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? That is, of course, the odd couple narration from the odd couple TV series. Yeah, that that what do you call it? Elevator pitch? Yeah, I guess Venom is like the odd couple, but very, very violent. And one of them is a symbiote. Yeah, no, it's it's a psychic odd couple. And yeah. Yeah. And and uh what's his name plays them both and yeah. and does so quite well. Jack Jack Lemon or Walter Matthau? Walter Matthau plays both parts in <laughs> <laughs> Was Walter Matthau in the TV series? I thought Jack Lemon was. Uh, uh no, Walter Matthau was the uh the movie. Yeah, okay. And uh Sorry, it's, I'm just derailing. It's Tony everything. Randall and Jack Klugman in the uh, the TV show. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So anyway, Did you know, Stuart, oh. welcome. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm here. Yeah. It's me yeah, over this here. Is, this is live. This is happening live right now. To take. Well, yeah, we're, we're sending it out when it's not live, but yeah. Yeah. What's this is where the kids go? What what's tape? And I'm gonna be like, uh. you know, my son asked me, when are we gonna hit a point where people are gonna stop saying I filmed the video? Never, because it's such the vernacular. Yeah, and th- that's kind of what I said to him. But he said, oh, they could use the the word record if you know that's that's the word that they would probably move to, but they they haven't yet. Even though we're not using film at all for almost anything. Well, we still say we shoot pictures. And that comes actually from a type of camera from, I think, the 19th century that was built to look like a shotgun. So that term hasn't gone away. And I doubt that the filming will go away either. But yeah, my son did not. He he thought it would. But that's neither here nor there. We need to finish up our discussion here of spoiler free Venom. So I think. Okay, so. I think I'm here to play a game. Yeah, we we just played the game. You you missed oh, the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I have to listen to the game. Don't well, I? I mean, we can I we can play it again. <laughs> Let's play the game again, and and you can guess. How's that? Ooh. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'll let's guess. play the sounder again. All right. It's time for everybody's favorite game show. Here's the sounder. All right. So what do you think, Stuart? Is it MCU? I I haven't actually seen I it. I know. That's you're, that's why you're guessing. You're you're playing the game show, man. I have the answer. I know. Okay. What do I think? I think that it is a Marvel-produced movie, but distributed by Sony. And until someone like Tom Holland shows up in the Venom universe where Eddie Brock is played by Tom Hardy. So you have a meeting of the Toms. You might want, you might even call it a Tom Tom, which is, you know, a <laughs> we're, not, we're not going <laughs> to <laughs> give me your answer, man. No. Yes or no. 
do, what yeah. do I think? I, I mean, based on the trailers, I don't think anything. Based on me asking people, I think maybe it could be. So I'm going to base my answer on the trailers. No, I don't think okay. so. I, if I were to say, is this a, is this MCU or not? Random person on the street asking me, I would say no. Because I haven't seen anything to the Stuart, contrary. Stuart, you are the first person on the Is It MCU game show to lose the game. You're the only person who's ever actually played it's the twice game. Twice day. Because so, usually we just play the sounder and, and have fun with it. So I'm the first loser. Yes. Is yes. that what you're saying, yeah. Ben? Uh, but, okay. but to be fair, you as the only player, no one has ever won. Oh. Yeah. So you're, you're still ahead of everyone. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, no, uh, the answer, spoiler free for you, Stuart, live for everyone. This is happening live is yes, it is MCU. And so if you are a MCU or an MCU collect, uh, completionist, you will need to see now Venom and Venom, Let There Be Carnage, because storylines intersect. And that's all I'm going to say with the spoiler free stuff is that storylines from the Venom movie series and storylines from the Marvel Cinematic movie series intersect on screen. It is part of the MCU story. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting. I mean, I wasn't going to see it. I did watch Venom 1 recently and I enjoyed it, but I don't know that I would have gone out to see Venom 2 had this conversation not happened. But what I would say, Stuart, is I wouldn't necessarily rush out to see it in theaters. I, well, I that's mean, good, because I can't. Right. You can wait. It's It's not something. Yeah, I, I'd say you could wait, you know, but you're going to want to see it. Okay, you're definitely so, going to want to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to miss anything if you go see the next movie and that, well, Of course, happens. we don't know. <laughs> we don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know yet, but I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> right at this point, Tom Holland's going to come into the next movie and be like, so, did you see Venom 2? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm thinking like um, you could see Captain America Civil War without seeing Ant-Man. Right, yeah. So, yeah. and we, we don't know how... Is it okay? Hashtag it's all connected. Yes. Do we know how hashtag it's all connected? Well, there's some hints that you'll see if you see the movie, but yeah. you're not going to hear oh, it right now until after yeah. the spoiler organ. No. Yes. So there's that. Spoilers. 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 Okay, I just want to talk about the after credit. So let's talk about that first, then, and then <laughs> anything. Yeah, we'll 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 do the top down uh, journalistic structure, and let's just start with the most important thing. Spoiler organ is played. If you have not seen this movie and you don't want to be spoiled at all, stop listening, please, please, or jump ahead ten minutes. If you jump ahead ten minutes, you'll it'll drop you into our post credit stuff. But Samantha. Yes. What do you think about it? What do you think about this post-credit scene that lands literally just rips Venom out of his own universe and drops him into the MCU? I know. I know. So I would say that the Venom universe, I'm not sure if the Venom universe is part of maybe the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. It could fit in there. We don't but know. I believe, we, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But I believe that we have been told that Venom isn't in its own universe. So as far as I know. And until we hear differently, for me, right. we have the MCU. We have the Venom. The two Venom movies are their own timeline yeah. and their own multiverse universe. And then, of course, who knows if... Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, who knows if they're going to show up in Multiverse of Madness or show up in No Way Home. If they do, then yes. Is it MCU? Yes. But if they don't, you have an Andrew Garfield universe that's its own thing. You have a Tobey Maguire universe that's its own thing. So right now, just those four places are four different tracks 
but the Venom track and the MCU track have crossed. We've got little tiny Venom peanut butter in our great big giant MCU chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. I, I like that. And I think it's going to be really interesting because the character of Venom the symbiote is is such a manic character. But he's he's got a little bit of a heart of gold. So and he is reasonable for such a a, a carnivorous creature. So <laughs> um and and he works well with Eddie. I mean, they butt heads a lot, but sometimes literally, but I mean, they can work things out. It is the odd couple. But I I'm really excited because I was thinking before I went into the theater, I was like, I wonder if it's going to be the after credit where we really see an answer if it's going to be connected to the multiverse or, or well, it was already connected to the multiverse, but if we have confirmation that we're going to see some crossover. And we did. There was a moment where Eddie was sitting, Eddie and Venom were sitting in a hotel room and it was, it was this dumpy hotel room. And all of a sudden there was like this, this phase effect and all, and they're suddenly in a nice hotel room with the same floor plan. And you hear JK Simmons voice as J Jenna mm-hmm. Jameson. And he says, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and you see Tom Holland's face. It's, I believe footage from far from home. Far from. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, no basically he dropped into the MCU in time to watch the news report that happened at the end of no way home. So, right. I Okay, as far as doing it, we don't know why or how. I'm assuming that's going to be explained as we watch the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. Yeah. And, you know, it, the timing of Venom and the timing of the, the trailer that came out that shows uh, Dr. Octopus and shows the Green Goblin grenade and you hear William Defoe's laugh that... Mm-hmm. You know, the timing makes sense and yeah. and works. And <laughs> I just wish the Venom movies were a little better. You know, like the, the big news story about the Venom movie was not the movie itself. It was this post-credit yeah. scene. That's what people were talking about. Now, did it generate yeah. buzz? A little bit. That's the other surprising thing is how little buzz it generated. And I'm not sure how much of that was people just honoring the spoiler and and not spoiling it for people. But I feel like we need to get a little more, not quite spoiler out there, but that's why I wanted, we talked about this beforehand, if we should be talking about, is it MCU? Because that is kind of a spoiler. But I felt like anyone who has not seen the movie yet and didn't see it because it's not the MCU needs to hear, have, needs to hear yes. Is it MCU? Yes, it is. So... Any other spoiler stuff to talk about? I mean, it just, to me, so here's my big thing. The movie itself is okay. There's just so many jumps in the plot. Like you're all, you're watching along and all of a sudden it's like, we're going to get married and we're going to invite our enemies to the wedding. And that's going to be our big plan. And it's just kind of this weird, like, wait, what, where did that come? Uh, Okay. Well, we're going along (laughs) for the ride. You know, we're on the track. We're in the haunted house and we're going along for the ride. And Mm -hmm. so did it ruin the movie? It did not. It absolutely did not ruin the movie because it was just, it just was what it was. And if you can appreciate the movie for what it is, you're, you're fine. The big fight at the end, the big twist of, oh, Venom and Eddie realize, oh, they're not symbiotic. That's how we can win because they're not working mm-hmm. together. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. It's good. It's good enough to make, make the movie make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that again, that's the review of the movie. So you have any other thoughts? Yeah, I got to thinking about is Toby Maguire and is Andrew Garfield going to be in No Way Home? I'm still not sure where I sit on this. I'm like 50-50 and yes, they will and, and no, they won't. But I also got to thinking about it. I don't think they've come out with statements saying that they're not going to be in this movie because there was also some speculation that Charlie Cox <laughs> might true. show up somewhere. And he said, no, I'm not going to be showing up in the, in, in, was it No Way Home or something else? But well, he, he specifically stated no. Uh, what I remember him specifically stating no about was 
people were speculating, is that guy's arm in the trailer when they're confronting Peter Parker in an interrogation room? Oh, yeah. Is that Charlie Cox? And he says specifically, no, that's not me. I don't know. And and I might be wrong. So listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Just don't correct me by sending email to feedback at welcome to level seven dot com <laughs> because that email address does not exist right now. It may come back, but right now it does not exist. So if you do send email, please send it to studio Avery at Gmail dot com. And that email address, it's Google. It's not going anywhere. It's part of I mean, OK, it'll go somewhere someday. But right now in the near future. And maybe even the far future, it's not going anywhere. So, yeah. So let us know what you think about, you know, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire coming in. Are they going to be a part of things? Because, man, can you just imagine the uproar if they aren't? You'll hear it from me all the way from Illinois. (laughs) But that's an an expectation that the fans have created. That is not an expectation that we were given by... Any kind of press release, any kind of trailer, it's a fan expectation that, you know, you're going to, there are people who are going to be going into that movie who are expecting one movie and it's not necessarily the movie they'll be given. Now, maybe they will. I, I don't get me wrong. It's possible, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's just. And we've seen the villains and the actors who played those villains in the trailer, and we've seen and we've heard press releases, everything. We've heard spoilers on Twitter, and so we know that those enemies are going to be showing up. We just don't know if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to show up. And I, I know I will because it is a Marvel project. I know I will be happy either way. I'm just not going to go in there with the high expectation to see those two actors at all. And I'm going to ask that everyone listening be like Samantha. Be ready for it to not happen. Because then if it doesn't happen, you're like, oh, it didn't happen. And I already was expecting it to not happen. But if it does happen, you get to be like, oh, yeah, I was expecting it to not happen. And it happened. I'm so excited. Uh, But if you go into it with your arms crossed, like if they don't give this to me, it's not the movie I want. Just just try and have an open mind and try and be ready to have a fun time. It'll be a fun movie. That's the thing. The trailer looks like a fun movie, even if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield aren't in it. It'll be okay. So low expectations are the key to happiness. Yes. 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 So we do need to shut this down now, Samantha. So I'm going to say, do you have any quick final words before we, we shut this down? Tazzle, blessed cheesemaker, Jeffrey, 084, Julie, Andrew, all thank you very much for being our Patreon patrons. And I want to say to everyone, thank you so much for listening, spending time with us, being patient with us. And we're going to bring Stuart back. So Stuart, Stuart, you need to come out right now. I will let you eat everybody. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Level 7. You've heard us, now we'd love to hear from you. Go to welcometolevel7.com slash feedback where you can contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one seventy seven fifty five level 7 You can also join the lively conversation going on at facebook.com slash welcometolevel7 or connect with us on Twitter where we're level7pod. And remember, the 7 is spelled out. Our theme music is The Light Fantastic by J.S. Earls, and you can find that at transplant.bandcamp.com. Welcome to Level 7 is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews, and more at noodle.mx. And once again, thanks for listening. Stuart, Samantha, there's been some big news, some some big links that were sent out on the internet for us to take a look at. And when I say us, I mean everybody in the world. They have changed our dates on these movies. Update the big one. Yeah, you have to update the graphic again. Uh, let me see if I can find the graphic so I can see what it was before. Although this article might say what it was before. 
So it's it's basically just a reshuffling. Honestly, they have moved some movies to a new date, but it's really just moving it to the next date. So here is the graphic that I made with important updating upcoming MCU dates. Eternals, November 5th, 2021, doesn't change. That's the same. Thank goodness, because that's going to be out before yeah, we know it. And I'm excited about that. Oh, speaking of, Stuart, you asked a while ago if anyone was watching Foundation. I am currently watching that series, and it is perfect classic science fiction to me. I watched uh, the first, most of the first episode, and I really enjoyed it. But you can't, you, this is a tangent, you can't idly watch it. You have to sit and mm -hmm. watch yeah. it. Yeah, and it's not, it's not bang bang shoot him up it's it's reminding me of classic you know like 70s kind of stuff like uh 2001 well that's 60s but solaris star trek the motion picture these kind of things where it's here we got some big ideas but we're not we're not blowing up the death star at the end you know and although maybe they will i don't know i'm, I'm only in episode two right now but I'm really super enjoying it. And the Eternals, that, the reason I brought it up is because there's some parts of the Eternals trailers that I've seen where I'm just like, it gives me that feeling. So, but anyway, that date does not change. Yeah. Here's one that has not changed as well. Spider-Man No Way Home. December 17th, Good. 2021. Now that's a Sony movie, so they might change it. But this was a Disney press release that was announcing these changes. So that one doesn't change here's one that does change dr strange in the multiverse of madness was march 25th 2022 it's moving to may 6th 2022 now have you heard that day before may 6th 2022 yes you have you know why you've heard that date before because that was the date that thor love and thunder was going to be released on so they just moved Doctor Strange to the Thor date. Thor Love and Thunder has moved to July 8th, 2022. You guys recognize that date from anything? Well, well it's a big tent pole. Yeah. And that is when Black Panther Wakanda Forever was going to be released. So they're just they're just shuffling these dates that they'd already kind of planned to have. Uh, the next one is okay. Yeah. Thor, uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever. That's moved to November 11th, November 11th. What date was that? Well, that used to be the Marvels and the Marvels is moving to February 17th. Well, February 17th, 2023 used to be the home for Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is now moved to, this is the one that is not like a date that they were already using yeah oh no they were using that date so july 18th 2023 was a date that they didn't have a movie title but they did save the date and so that was an empty empty spot so what that does mean is there is a movie in there that did not move was it uh, Guardians 3? Guardians of the Galaxy 3, May 5th, 2023. That one didn't move. Hmm. So that's interesting that they leapfrogged uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp over Guardians of the Galaxy. So did you guys hear the um, – or read – maybe it was in the, the, the thing uh, – Feige came out and said why they did some of this. And it's not as dire as we think it is. It's because some were ahead in production and some were behind in production and they just shuffled dates. I feel like this has happened a million times before, but we're so connected now that, you know, and so invested in, in these movies that I think now they're just like, yeah, we should know. Well, okay. So they then went out and, and did a little damage control to make sure that the film, basically theaters aren't worried. <laughs> so Feige came out and said, uh, it's production shifts and changes. And because we have so many slots, we can just shift slots. So it does mean 
that yes, one date here, that's the March 25th, 2022 date that Doctor Strange was sitting on, there will not be a Marvel movie on that date. That's what that means. Yep. And I believe he also said it was nothing COVID related. It's just, I guess maybe they were hoping for better quality. Maybe something changed in the overarching storyline, but just, they realized they just needed a little bit more time with some of these movies. Well, here's another quote from uh, Anthony D'Alessandro. Okay. So he was, he wrote, an initial report and his report said exhibition. Don't be alarmed. This has nothing to do with a change of distribution strategy. There's no Disney plus theatrical day and date going on, nor are the Disney execs execs immediately concerned. It's all on account of a domino effect going on with production and filmmakers. Some titles are contending with finishing scenarios while others are in production. So here, I mean, here's the thing about that. You say it's not COVID related and it's not specific to COVID right now, but it is COVID related in that this is part of the dominoes that happened as productions were shut down, productions were affected by things. And, and they're still, I think reeling from those effects, but they're True. also committing to putting the things out. And as far as Dr. Strange is concerned, it's just what, six weeks longer. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, when we got the official or, or the initial report, my initial reaction was, did the Scarlett Johansson settlement have anything to do with this? Oh. <laughs> because she settled for some magical number, and I'm pretty sure it's big. And I'm pretty sure that took something out of the Marvel... Maybe it took something out of the Marvel budget, and therefore, in order to save the, the following movies, they needed to just... Put, they found that the best solution was just to push things back. But now since uh, Feige came out uh, and made that statement, I'm thinking it's just they felt they felt that the movies would be better served if they were given a few more weeks or a few more months or whatever X amount of time in order to have them done well. Here's the thing that I'm hearing from some corners of the Internet, and that is a conspiracy theory that on my birthday, uh, October 16th, DC to DC fandom. And they made a bunch of announcements, just an absolute bunch. <laughs> so like 10, I don't know, but they made a bunch of announcements with dates as well. And so they were saying, Oh, this is Disney flinching. This is Disney shuffling their schedule around to avoid the DC releases. And I don't see that at all. The, really, the only <laughs> no. thing that is even close to that is that, like I said before, Doctor Strange gets moved from March of 2022, March 25th of 2022 to May of 2022. And the Batman is March 4th, 2022. But that's like three weeks in between the movies, you know, so I, I don't see Doctor Strange being affected that much by the Batman. Because it'll have been in theaters for three three weeks already. Um, the next DC movie is May twentieth, uh, which is two or three weeks, uh, two weeks after uh, Doctor Strange, and that is the DC's League of Super Pets uh, animated movie. So don't think they're too worried about that. Are uh. Are you kidding me? No, it's a thing. It's a thing in all ages comic book series that that they've had. And kind of going along with Crypto the Superdog, uh, I don't think it's released. I don't think it's part of this that animated show continuity, but mm -hmm. yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, Doctor Strange, because it had a bunch of uh, connections to WandaVision, and WandaVision was super huge, and because it had a uh, Agatha and all of that, I would not be surprised if they're banking on Doctor Strange to do better at the box office. Why else would you move it from March, which is not necessarily a great time for movies, to May, which is absolutely a great time for movies. It's the start of summer. So, I think they're banking on it. I think they're putting their, their money where their mouth is. Well, okay, so here's another one. Thor moves to July. July 8th. Uh, Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson 
is July 29th. And so I, I just don't see these dates causing an issue. In fact, the, the closest one is uh, The Flash, November 4th, 2022. That's November 4th. And Wakanda Forever will be November 11th, 2022. Uh, and there's not even a December... There's not a December Marvel movie unless we end up with like a a Spider-Man movie or, or uh, now Venom being in the MCU. But you know what I'm hearing coming from you? You're just naming out months and, and times of the year where we typically do see any, it just a tentpole movie of the year, not necessarily of any brand or anything. It's just. That's when we usually see a big movie roll out. Yeah, and this happens all the time where you have a big movie this week, and sometimes they do flinch. Sometimes they say, uh-oh, we've got two big movies opening the same weekend. We better move one to the next week or the week after that just so that there's not quite the same competition for that same audience because you can't have two huge movies at the same time, but that's not happening. DC was very strategic with their dates, working around these dates that that Disney had already kind of put flags in the sand. And so Marvel moving Dr. Strange, that's not, that's not a reaction to what DC is doing. That's a reaction to the practical reality of what's going on with their movies. This is the kind of thing where Dr. Strange may not be ready yet. And they may be looking at the calendar and saying, okay, that one's not going to be ready yet. Thor will be ready, but let's go ahead and move Thor. Wakanda forever. That one we need a little more time with. So this is going to buy us some time. You know, that's, this is just, planning <laughs> like this is yeah. just business planning so i would not be surprised if wakanda forever gets pushed back another another time to be completely honest not not because i think it's going to be bad or anything i think they're just working through a lot of the stuff that's there well, it's one of the bigger it's one of the bigger they, jumps because it moves from july to november and so yeah. that gives them i mean not quite half a year but really close so I, I f- and I believe they're filming that movie right now. At this, like that, I'm not, not sure about. But. At the second, but I mean, I, <laughs> I I did read somewhere where, um, the actress who plays Sherry, where she was falsely quoted in making a statement, which is COVID related. I don't think I'm going to need to go into it. It's just it was just somebody put words into her mouth, and she came out and she said, "No, I never said that." So, she did say that. She was working on set that day for Wakanda Forever. I say, though, people are saying, oh, we should be worried. This is nothing to worry about. I mean, I mean, compared to all the other stuff we've had to deal with. This is as close to business as usual as I think we've gotten in 18 (laughs) months. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it could just simply be that they need a little bit more time to get the graphics right. The CGI. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I'd rather have good CGI that I don't notice at all because it's just so high quality versus, oh, that didn't look right. I I noticed that. I don't want to see CGI that I notice. (laughs) That's what I mean. What I'm more interested about is, have they revised the statement for Miss Marvel? They haven't given us a date yet that I'm aware of for that show. Because they said that they should that that her show should be out in twenty twenty one, right? So twenty twenty one's almost that's, over, it, and we've got that's Hawkeye. Not happening. It, and and they actually shifted Hawkeye a little bit. Yeah, they're going to drop the first two episodes on the on yeah, day one. And there's talk that that's because um, that will allow for it to end one week earlier, and then uh, Boba Fett or book of Boba Fett or whatever will be the next week after that. It sounds like. So yeah, that to me is a more troubling statement because if they don't have the confidence in Miss Marvel, if they had the confidence in Miss Marvel, you'd see, Oh, we're still doing this, but we're going to push it to February, 2022 or whatever. But we haven't heard anything about it. So I'm curious as to what's going on there. Well, I mean, how long did it take us to hear anything about Hawkeye really? And I, I that's true yeah. and that looks amazing and and it sounds like the television side of things was disrupted but I think I heard that uh, Ms. Marvel had wrapped wrapped shooting I think 
but they're definitely going full stream ahead of full steam ahead, not stream. <laughs> although it is for streaming, but um, they're definitely going full steam ahead on, on Ms. Marvel moon Knight. Um, been hearing a lot of different things about, Hey, we're doing this, you know, and Oscar Isaac is talking about things and she Hulk. Um, recently they had uh, Samuel Jackson was on Twitter talking about secret invasion. So it sounds like all those things are moving, moving ahead. There's just no dates attached to them. And Ms. Marvel never really had a date other than to say Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel would be end of 2021. I don't know how official that was. Okay. Well, the, also, the point is, they make these dates, or they make these announcements all the time, and sometimes they're right, and sometimes they're wrong, and sometimes they change, and sometimes they tell us, and sometimes they don't. So, we just gotta, you know, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that is our episode, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with us. And don't forget, as I said before, I think, <laughs> and if you are a Patreon patron, you know why I'm a little confused about if I said it before. But um, don't forget, please, that if you're going to send email to us right now, please send it to studioavery at gmail.com. And yeah, is it kind of a stupid email address? Yeah, it, it is a little bit. Studio Avery's not a thing. It could have been. I don't know. I thought it sounded cool. And I like it. But that's it's easy to remember. Rock it, ben. <laughs> just keep just uh, well, do it. Anyway, yeah. it's the email address I need to use. Own it. But uh because the terms from GoDaddy changed, and so I have not yet set up any new email addresses using the URLs that we have. So we don't have the feedback at welcomelevel7.com email address working right now. And if you've sent anything to that email address and we have not read your email, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. That's because we actually didn't get your email. And so I wanted to put that out there for you to please, if you can go into your sent items, maybe resend it to Studio Avery at gmail.com so that's studio and then a-v-e-r-y at gmail.com so again thank you so much for listening spending time with us samantha stewart thank you so much for spending time talking about things stewart thanks for dropping in in the middle of our conversation that was kind of fun literally yeah yeah and uh oh guys i just remembered something oh what didn't we have a contest drawing for a an action figure we Yes, we, we did, did, but I, I wasn't prepared for that. So, okay. <laughs> Next episode, Stuart, I'm going to give you some names to draw out of a hat. So don't let me forget. Fantastic. Don't let me forget. Okay. Yeah, because I was waiting Pardon until we had an episode yeah. with Stuart. And yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, until okay. next time, everyone, thanks for listening and Godspeed.